The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show. Today, you'll hear the truth in wealth building from the team at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. The truth in wealth building knowledge is brought to you every week on the Financial Focus Radio Network. Hello, everybody out there in Radio Land. Thank you for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli. And we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the great Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you spending some of your finally beautifully warm we uh, summer weather here in the Pacific Northwest. As our producer reminded me, Tuesday the 21st, the first day of summer, was the longest day of the other summer, summer solstice. So unfortunately now we are headed towards that, all the days getting shorter. But I do love the end of June because the days are long and they're supposed to be warm and it seems like that's going to be true for a little while at least. So I'm certainly enjoying it. Good morning, Mr. Finelli. How are you? Good morning. Always glad to be here. Josh is uh, a couple weeks, three weeks away from being a dad for the second time. It's fast approaching. And then all you know what is going to break loose at the Finelli household. <laughs> the Finelli brothers will be <laughs> set loose. I did not miss those days. All right. If you want to be part of the show, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or you can go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email with a question or a comment. All right. Let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets. Um, it, it's It's been – I mean, we had a little bit of a lull. We had tons of volatility a couple of weeks ago. And markets have uh, come into a little bit of a lull here without a ton of economic data to move them and or earnings reports. Uh, we did get Chairman Powell speaking last week, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But U.S. stocks, as measured by the S&P 500, were up about 2.5% last week. Uh, the international developed markets were essentially unchanged. Uh, the emerging markets were down uh, about three-quarters of a percent. Small cap stocks, as measured by the Russell 2000, uh, we're up a quarter of a percent. I should men mention that when I say U.S. Uh, stocks in general, I mean the S&P 500. There is no perfect way to measure the U.S. stock market. But the S&P, while it's certainly an imperfect index, it is the best way to measure it. 500 biggest companies in the U.S. Uh, and then in the bond market, we saw yields go lower, uh, which meant prices went higher. The aggregate bond index, so think of the ag as the sort of the S&P 500 of the bond world. It's a bunch of different bonds in this index, uh, corporates, mortgages, uh, treasuries, all that sort of thing. Uh, it was almost 1% higher last week. Uh, and then we saw the yield on the 10-year go down to 3.07%. So a big move lower in yield on the 10-year uh, treasury. It's, it's sort of interesting what that potentially foretells. I think this recession talk, the bond market's starting to realize that uh, it is very likely that we have a it, recession. It was the PMIs that seemed to be the inflection point with that when the PMI number came out, which reflected a lot of pessimism. Uh, purchasing manager index uh, yields tumbled, uh, rate hike expectations declined pretty markedly. Uh, September is now down to twenty percent probability of a three-quarter uh, percentage point hike. Then, so uh, of course, I think you're right that the bond market's starting to price in the reality of a recession and ultimately a cut in rates. Uh, gold was down about a percent, eighteen twenty-five an ounce. And oil, we've seen a big move down in the oil markets. Oil mm -hmm. was down five and a half percent at one hundred and four bucks a barrel. Uh, it's it's quite interesting, you know. You know, everybody wants to talk about inflation, and certainly it's there. But uh, we've seen a big move lower in oil, and uh, and we've seen a move lower at the gas pumps. I know a lot of you, it's still an absolute high number, but we we have seen a move lower. Um, the interesting thing is what we look like going forward in the oil markets is going to be quite interesting as it relates to the inflation numbers because we know, you know, you take oil on its by itself and that's really impactful because it's the price of gas. But when you think about all of the things that the price of oil impacts, you know, how much it costs to grow, harvest food, all this stuff that oil impacts, the price of oil going down is will have a market impact on the CPI number. So 
Jerome Powell, who is the chairman of the Federal Reserve, he testified in front of the Senate Banking Committee on Wednesday and the House Financial Services Committee on Thursday. Uh, and to say that it was both of them were clown shows is probably an underestimation. I, I, I mean, Jerome Powell, I, I don't agree with much of what he does, uh, but he is a very smart individual. He's a smart man. Um, and I, I, I always watch him testify in front of these doofuses on these committees, and I just think to myself, this poor guy. He, has a little... he must want to scream at these idiots. <laughs> he has a little more decorum in the Senate, but it's almost like he's trying not to shake his head when the House is asking him questions. It's a, if you want to make, if you want to spend an hour of your day to lose faith in humanity, that might be one of the best ways to do it. Well, it proves that the policymakers in the United <laughs> States, on both sides of the aisles, are as dumb as a box of rocks. I mean, they these people are, they, and they are setting policy. <laughs> these are people on the Senate finance, you know, on the on uh, p committees that matter. Yeah, uh, you know, the fin House Financial Services Committee and the Senate Banking Committee. These are these are committee important committees uh, for all of us. And these people have zero understanding of economics and how. All of this works. Jay so, Powell would probably rather put a, dr a drill into his skull than go to that. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd want he would rather have a root canal than go testify in front of those doofuses. But the the hard part for me is that they clearly have no concept of the action reaction uh, function of economics. You know, I mean, so they they don't understand that inflation. You know, everybody wants to talk about where is this? Where did this inflation problem come from? Um, and it was a. It came from them. It came from. It came from the Trump administration and and the Biden administration. And the, you know that they tried to plug a nine hundred billion dollar deficit with seven trillion dollars. That's simple math that we all learn in first grade. Nor and, nor any context of historical interest rates or where we are actually in the spectrum. Yeah, they want to say, oh, raising rates is going to kill jobs. It's like, yeah, of course it is, but like. We're still at un we're at emergency monetary policy. These people have not studied any economic history. They've never studied interest rate history, and so uh, it's just unbelievable. But again, I reiterate: these are people policy making policy makers that uh, are, are making big decisions. Um, and of course, the doofuses in Washington are now proposing. All of these stupid ideas to deal with inflation. So that you know, now they're talking. The Biden administration is talking about a gas tax holiday. Which, first of all, it would you know, it it would let's say it costs you seventy five dollars to fill up uh, your tank. Which I would love that if that was true. But let's say it's seventy five dollars. It will reduce that to like seventy two fifty. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's eighteen and a half cents on uh, unleaded and twenty four cents on diesel. It, it's not a. It's not like it's going to change the math for anybody out there meaningfully. Uh, but the other thing is if you think about uh, lawmakers and you think about how they try to meddle in markets and it always has unintended consequences uh, and that's what's going to happen here. So, you know, if you – so what they're trying to do is essentially lower the price of gasoline, which will then stimulate demand, which will ultimately make gas prices higher. <laughs> and, and the idea that these people don't get that concept is mind-boggling to me. I, I, here's the, here's the ultimate problem. These people, and we all know this, these people don't care about all of their constituents, and they don't really care about inflation. They care about getting reelected, and that's all of this game. That's what the grandstanding is on both sides of the aisle. Um, but even the Biden administration proposing this gas tax holiday, which is going to have no impact other than to uh, sort of the the highway fund. It'll you know lack be lacking of assets, and so that's. Uh, that's not good. The, the Fed's certainly in a tough position. Essentially, uh, they're going to have to force an economic slowdown. They have no other choice. They have to deal with the demand, demand side of the equation, um, which, you know, slowing of the economy is going to include some job losses. And no policy wants to ever policymaker wants to ever be in that position. But the Fed is in that position where they have no choice. Uh, and so, of course, they're going to they're going to go after them for that. But really, the the, the situation we find ourselves in has everything to do with what the Trump administration and Biden administration did and the Federal Reserve all combined throwing way, way, way too much money at a problem that wasn't that bad. And anytime you do that, again, it's simple math and you have runaway inflation. So nobody should be surprised by this. It's not the war in Russia or in Ukraine that caused it. It didn't that that didn't help it. Um, the supply stuff didn't help, but ultimately it's just when you increase money supply, the money in the system by 40% in a year, that's going to be inflationary on its own.
It's not difficult. All right, if you want to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Give us a call at our office, eight, uh, sorry, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to talk about you don't really have a choice. We'll explain when we get back. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Amazon Skill. Just add the KBND Skill to your Echo Smart Speaker and say, play KBAN. That's it. Clean, static-free sound, no matter where you are. Use the new KBND Amazon Skill with your Echo or Alexa or Ziggy. It's easy. Play KBAN. The Moya Casino is celebrating their 25th anniversary this June with over $60,000 in cash and prizes. The month-long Silver Jubilee celebration is packed full of great prizes like $25,000 in cash and genuine silver bars. Anniversary weekend is extra special beginning June 25th with hot seat drawings for silver pocket watches, free silver Jubilee t-shirts while they last, one lucky person winning $10,000 cash, and three others winning $5,000 cash each. It's the Silver Jubilee at the Moya Casino, where winning comes next. Naturally. Plateau Travel Plaza. Food, fuel, and fun. When it comes to deciding where to make your next travel stop, there's really only one choice. Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras. Why? Well, Plateau Travel Plaza is the fast in, fast out, has everything you need. Friendly, cool vibe, excellent service, right off the highway, off the rails drink selection, best local gift items, awesome hot and fresh deli, only place to go, that's why. <laughs> Hey, did I mention that Plateau Travel Plaza has an incredible slot room with 30 of the hottest slot machines and more rewards than you can handle? Plateau Travel Plaza has full-service fueling with low gas prices, including a loyalty card that'll save you two cents a gallon on the spot. Plus, truckers, check out our easy turn-in-and-out, and you get a free shower and a large coffee with a 50-gallon fill-up. Stop at the best. Plateau Travel Plaza on Northwest Cherry Lane in Madras. Life's good on the plateau. Food, fuel, and fun. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Learning Express Toys wants to keep the kid and each of us happy. They want it to be easy and fun to make your kid's birthday party the best. Check out Learning Express Toys' website and explore their birthday box registry. Kids can make their own wish list of favorite toys, and then you can share the birthday box registry with family and friends. That's Learning Express Toys. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on our social networks, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen to past shows, get our daily market blog, and keep up to date on market happenings. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. We're going to do one of those uh, newsletters next week. I can't believe June's almost over. It's the 4th of July almost. Uh, but yeah, Josh and I are going to do uh, one of our e-newsletters next week. Again, it's one of the it's a five or six minute video where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets. Uh, but then we get a little more granular as it relates to our clients and how 
what's going on in the market is affecting their portfolios and then potentially what you might be may or may not be doing about it. Um, this is uh, pretty interesting. So Sam Walton created an astounding amount of wealth uh, by creating Walmart, the original five and dime store be becoming Walmart. Um, and on uh, June, not June 8th, one of his kids, Rob Walton, who's 77, he's the oldest uh, Walton kid. He bought the Dem Denver Broncos. He paid $4.65 billion, which is an all-time record for the NF NFL franchise. The previous record price was $2.27 billion by David Tepper for the Carolina Panthers. But it's, it's astounding how – I mean, the NFL is just rolling. Kroenke is married to one of the other Waltons. Oh, I don't know. About There's, that. yeah, yeah. That's like the nebulous is Stan Kroenke, owner of the LA Rams, and then Arsenal in the Premier League, and he has oh, the Nuggets. He's so he's married to one, Rob Walton's sister. Or yeah, something? that's the deal. So mm. that that Walton family via the Kroenke. Why make it when you can marry it? <laughs> <laughs> we, Josh and I, missed the boat on that one. Yes, but yeah, I mean, it's it's astounding how much these uh, professional sports teams, soccer teams in Europe, and football teams here in the U.S. are worth. It's crazy. Uh, uh, what's his name is is part owner. Uh, LeBron James is part owner in that Fenway Group, which owns uh, obviously the Red Sox and, and Liverpool. And, yeah, so uh, which you know the, the, his stake in those companies have made him a billionaire. So good for him. Um, so before we talk about uh, you, you don't really have a choice, and we'll explain what we mean by that, or Josh can explain what we mean by that. Um, there was a crypto uh, network. Essentially, it was a platform. Uh, custodian that, uh, called Celsius that essentially locked up people's money. Um, and so there's a lot of articles about people and their experiences around having uh, their money, at, their crypto at Celsius. Uh, and, you know, some people, you know, they, they fell for the unbank yourself. Uh, you can you can take a loan out against your crypto. We'll give you a loan against your crypto so you can buy a house. And so all this all this stuff was happening. Um, and obviously, um, you know, when crypto was at, when Bitcoin was at sixty nine thousand, um, people had a lot more borrowing ability. But when it fell to uh, like last weekend, it was seventeen thousand um, dollars. You know, the, people were getting margin calls. And so there's all these articles and, and these real life stories about these people that are are saying that it's unfair and that they trusted their life savings with these custodians. And how and this is not fair. And, I, and here's what I want to remind all of you crypto people. It is unregulated. It is the Wild West. There are still weekly uh, stories about how 40, 50, 100 million dollars worth of crypto is either lost or stolen. That's not happening in the American banking system ever. I mean, if, if, if JP Morgan lost a, or was robbed of 100 uh, million dollars, it would be big news. I don't quite understand why there's so much trepidation amongst the regul regulatory and political actors as to intervening in the space is it this you know it's because almost like it would be legitimate legitimizing something that's not real i know it's but, made up but i mean they need to just for the most part i mean you know you see celsius was offering near 20 percent annualized yields on staking in the into their into their little pool scheme and you know i mean the people doing that need are obviously got a introduction into risk premiums but the idea that this can exist and regulators aren't doing more about it just because of the litany of nefarious activity going on there to me doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I just can't quite understand why th there's not more investigation into that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, you know, in these articles, it's I, I trusted with them with my savings. It's unfair. Almost every YouTube crypto related channel was recommending Celsius. That's why I thought it was safe. It's like, come on, are you joking me? This is unregulated wild west, and. If you, this is the research you're doing, YouTube videos on how you're going to invest your money, this is what you deserve. Like, come on. This is not – it just boggles my mind. It is unregulated, meaning there aren't many rules. And in an unregulated market, this is what happens. You look back over time, unregulated markets. But before the stock market was regulated, this stuff was happening like crazy. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about um, the idea that you have – you don't have a choice. Uh, and so, Josh, wh when we say, you know, essentially the idea that you don't have a choice, wh what are we talking about in, in terms of, like, what investors don't really have a choice about? Well, you know, the genesis of this, I think, was we've had a lot of meetings lately. Uh, the catalyst for me particularly was a meeting with, you know, not uh, an actual client, but uh, 
her father was included. And, uh, you know, he, of course, was advocating that we do something uh, because markets have fallen this year. And, you know, he made he's he wasn't ever going to have time to make it up. And, you know, of course, you know, we would contradict everything that he demanded that we do. But uh, the idea was that, you know, even at his age and your late 60s, that you're not going to be afforded the opportunity to actually uh, live to a day when stocks recover because this time is different. And, you know, what we sort of come to this conclusion around is, and, you know, Tyler had a great comment as we were talking during the week, but, you know, when you look at all of the richest people on earth, where were their fortunes derived? Of course, it's from equity markets and stocks have obviously been the most powerful vehicle for driving the wealth of people outside of ownership of a small business uh, in in the history of the United but States. But that's essentially the same thing. Yeah. and But the idea is that, you know, even if you're in your 70s and you may not live to see the recovery of your portfolio or your 80s or whatever it may be, you know, your thoughts about that money are going to evolve later in your life to where your considerations are subordinate to the considerations for your beneficiaries. And as long as you've adequately protected the income that you're going to need for sure off of your portfolio, then the rest of it should be invested with those considerations in mind. And that's kind of the dynamic that, you know, we, we try to get our clients to think about. And, you know, when you think about the complexion of our client base, a lot of those widows in their 90s have portfolios that resemble our portfolios in terms of their asset allocation because there is no conceivable scenario where they're ever going to need that money. And they invest it with the explicit idea of investing it for their beneficiaries. And, and importantly, Josh isn't even taking into account the idea of inflation. So if you think about – let's say you're – if your option is to put it in bonds or in cash, then your purchasing power is going to get obliterated. Uh, and so, you know, if you think about uh, the 70s and you invested in the S&P 500, during the 70s, investing in the S&P 500 at least kept your purchasing power up with inflation. If you put it in cash, your purchasing power got cut in half. And so the important thing to know is that, like, you don't really have another option if you want to protect your purchasing power against inflation. And that is the stock market. I mean, bonds don't yield enough. Tips don't. Treasury inflation protected bonds don't yield enough. Floating stuff is too risky, uh, and so you're left with sort of your only option is to sort of deal with the volatility that is the stock market, and know that th this time isn't different. That this recession, like all other recessions, will end. This bear market, like all other bear markets, will end. And there will be a brighter day and stocks will trade higher. The bear market is healthy for long-term returns. And that's what you got to get your arms around. It's not different this time. I promise you it's not different this time. All right. If you want to be part of the show, call us 877-670-7117. Or you can always send us an email with a question or comment by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your email questions. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market trends. You can always watch past videos on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Discount Fireworks Superstore. Fireworks for half the price with five locations in Central Oregon. Log on to DFSFireworks.com for free fireworks or text discount to 59769. Log on to DFSFireworks.com today. 
summer is back, and so is the 30th annual First Interstate Bank Ben Summer Festival in downtown Ben, July 9th and 10th. Explore Central Oregon's largest art festival with sculpture, paintings, woodworking, clothing, and handmade jewelry. Meet the actual artists and crafters from all around the West. Musical acts hit the streets of Ben for free again this July on the Orc-grown main stage with headliner Jelly Bread. Also, 30 Oregon lifestyle booths and the Ben Business Showcase. Festivals bring our community together. Be part of it. The 30th Annual Ben Summer Festival. Our gift to you from First Interstate Bank. Check out bensummerfestival.com for more information about what you'll find when you and your friends head downtown July 9th and 10th. Supported by these additional sponsors. Mount Bachelor, Ben Broadband, U.S. Cellular, Pacific Source Health Plans, Crater Lake Spirits, Deschutes Brewery, 101 North, Central Oregon Association of Realtors, and the radio stations of Combined Communications. We're all looking for ways to save money. You'll find aisles of savings this weekend at Coastal. Coastal Farm and Ranch. We're just what the country needs. Gas prices are still too high, but the savings have never been better at the Coastal three-day savings event this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Save 50% on a three-piece camp chair set from Black Sierra. Ten packs of high-energy suet are just $6.99, limit three. Get a Black Diamond 4,375-watt generator for just $449.99, saving you $150. And save $100 on a 500-gallon deluxe fun pool from Balin Country. Save big in-store or online at CoastalCountry.com with in-store or curbside pickup or have everything shipped to your home during the Coastal 3-Day Save. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond. In today's expensive real estate market, it's easy to wind up paying too much for a place to live. That's why Alpine Meadows Townhomes is a smart move. They have washer dryers in the two and three bedroom units, designer kitchens that please, one, two or three bedrooms and approved pets allowed. They're more affordable than all those brand new townhomes. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes on Northeast 6th and Bend. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. There's an easier place to find affordable housing in Bend. Discover Mountain Glen Apartments and make them your comfortable home. Mountain Glen Apartments are conveniently located with washers dryers in their two and three bedroom units and designer kitchens. You can pay more, but you cannot get more value than at Mountain Glen Apartments on the corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. To learn more, Google Mountain Glen Apartments professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. Since 1927, it's provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. Learn more at stjo.org today. You don't get to undermine all the institutions and then be surprised when someone on the other side also undermines the institution. So if we're talking about the collapse of American institutions, a symptom of which was January 6th, then we have to look around at why all the institutions and the trust in all of our institutions has been collapsing. And that is not a partisan point. That is a bipartisan point. Ben Shapiro, weeknights at 6 and Sundays at 3. Only on FM News 100.1. News Talk 1110, KBND. <laughs> Listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get straightforward financial advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows by going to financialfocusradio.com or download our smartphone app today. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, you can call our office to get that scheduled. The number is 800-743-0988. Or you can always go to our website, which is northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. So Josh and I have a lot of conversations uh, in the office during the week about uh, people in my generation and his generation that create financial stress where none needs to exist. Uh, and so they, you know, they get on the treadmill 
And one of the spouses usually starts pressing the treadmill to go faster and faster, and then maybe a little incline on the treadmill. And so then they're stuck running really fast on this treadmill, and there's almost no way to get off it. And the statistic that I wanted to uh, apply to that is uh, 36% of U.S. households that make at least $250,000 a year are living paycheck to paycheck. So more than a third of the people that make over $250,000 live paycheck to paycheck. And so obviously that, that those people in that group have created financial distress where literally none needs to exist. I mean, you don't, if you make $250,000 anywhere in the United States, you do not need to be in financial distress, but you create it. No, nah, with the exception of a couple metro areas. You can live in San Francisco. I promise you, you don't have to be in financial distress if you live in L.A. or San Francisco or New York. You don't have to be. If you have too big, fancy of an apartment, too ni- you know, you have to buy too nice clothes, your car is too nice, you go out too much. It's all, it's all created, right? There's not a single place in the United States. Uh, and even if you live in those places, you don't have to go far from them to be able to change the math on the on the rent or you know house prices or whatever. So uh, it, it's such an American phenomenon. But you know, in, a, in Bend, it's worse. I mean, in Bend, just the whole town is living like that. Just about uh, the, the the old timers that used to live in Bend. Um, here's what I'll tell you: a lot of the people that that in Bend that probably have the most money uh, don't look like it. And and remember, wealth is what you can't see. Just because somebody has fancy cars, boats, and watches and houses doesn't mean they're wealthy. Most likely, the bank owns most of those things. And and, and or they have a high income. High income to support the cat. The, they have high cash flow to support yeah, the, have, the debt service. They have high cash flow to support the debt service. Uh, and hopefully for them, the high income consist, uh, is, stays with the uh, recession. We have a very large window uh, in my office that overlooks the parking lot, and it's quite enjoyable to see the different cars that our client base drives drives up because it's a window into the phenomenon we're, we're speaking of. All right, let's tackle some email. Uh, well, this is more of a comment, but I thought I'd read it because it's a good one. Um, uh, Donald T. Uh, doesn't say where he's from, but uh, he says, I listened to your discussion regarding encouraging young people to save for retirement. Uh, what I what I did was fund my grandson's Roth IRA after he got a job at age 21. I put in $6,000 the, uh, the first with an annual compound. I don't not really know. This isn't making – oh, I guess he's trying to say – if he ran a hypothetical. So he says, if I put in $6,000 the first year with an annual compound return at 8%, by age 66, the account should be worth 196000 If I put in $6,000 for six years, that will compound to close to a million dollars, all tax-free. In addition, that money could be used for down payment on the house. After the first year, we went over his statement. He made over $500 on the 6000 in one year, which he was amazed at making. So, uh, Donald, you're right in that uh, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. And so the most in, one of the most important factors in investing is time, right? The more time you have, uh, the better off you'll be. And so, you know, young people, the more you can encourage investing and, and do it the way Donald did. I mean, uh, you know, Donald, Donald's grandson is lucky to have him fully funding a Roth IRA. That's unbelievably nice. Uh, but hopefully Donald doesn't, or that your grandson doesn't tap it and he can see the power of compounding over time. And at age 21, uh, if he can, the best thing for him to do is to automate savings into that Roth IRA. The only thing I'd tell you, you didn't mention where you're investing that money, but I'd make sure it was invested in a low cost index fund, like a Vanguard total market index. VTI is a good uh, ETF uh, that you, that he could be invested in. If he can compound that money at eight, eight and a half, nine percent, which over his investing lifetime is very realistic. And he automates saving. It's 50 bucks a month or whatever into that thing, whatever he can afford. Uh, he will be astounded by what that grows to because, remember, he's starting at a young age. And so he has, uh, you know, 44 years until he's 65. But, you know, conceivably he'll live another 80 years uh, and think about what that will do from a compound standpoint. All right. I got an email from a Ben, and this is a good one. This, Josh can take this one. Uh, it's the title of it: Crypto Crash FOMO. 
Uh, uh, ben says, I missed the bus on Bitcoin, but now feel like my time has come. Is it time to go big or go home? I have another 25 years of boring nine to five jobs and I just want out. Do I bet big on crypto for a future home run when crypto comes back? Uh, yeah, I say go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it, so much of this is like, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, right? And, you know, when I think about just anecdotally, all those people I know out there that sort of bet the farm on that thing, you know, that in a nutshell sort of describes their relative situation. I mean, they don't, delayed gratification is sort of anathema to them. There's absolutely no way that they're willing to let the time value of money and compounding actually work for them. They are looking for some version of a get-rich-quick scheme that doesn't actually involve doing more work. Or saving and, more or anything. You know, yeah. Crypto was the perfect thing for them and that it meant that they didn't have to do anything right and they could still succeed. And ultimately, you know, I mean, the macro environment will tell, but, uh, you know, our belief and long held is that it only existed because real interest rates were negative. And as that unwinds, you know, we shall see what ultimately will happen. But, uh, you know, our advice is always, you know, as painful as it may sound, like doing the right thing doesn't necessarily feel good, especially in the moment, uh, but usually yields the uh, best, yeah, best I mean, outcomes over ben, time. Ben, I, I would submit that you probably don't like exercise and, eat, and eating right <laughs> to be healthy, but yeah, that's how you be healthy, right? It's not like go to the doctor and get a pill to be healthy. Uh, and so, you know, Josh and I had a discussion with somebody similar to your situation, Ben, where it was like, I can't retire on 15% compounded per year. And we thought to ourselves, like, whoa, if you can get 15% per year, that's unbelievable because that's 50% more than the market has delivered over the last 100 years. And so his point was I need to invest in crypto because crypto is going to do better than 15% a year. And so the reality is, Ben, or anybody that's a crypto person that is betting the farm on crypto, like why, is, why do you think crypto is going to go up? What ultimately is it for? It's supposed to be a medium of exchange. It's not being used as a medium of exchange. So what is its utility? Ultimately, what is its utility? That somebody else will pay you more for it in the future? But ultimately, if that's, if that's what's going to drive it higher, there's going to be no – at some point, people are going to feel like, wait, the jig's up. This thing has nothing backing it. It's not backed by any government. It's not backed by any assets. I mean gold, we have a hard enough time with gold, but at least gold is a physical asset. It's used in – there is some utility. It's using computers and things. Crypto has no utility, zero. And it's not backed by anything. And so if ultimately it's supposed to be used of medium exchange, it's, it's not going to become this, you know, no currency has, has been a great investment over time. Uh, and so if it's a medium exchange, that means it has to fluctuate a lot less than it does, meaning a fraction, you know, if you look at how much the dollar moves uh, in any given week, month or year, it's not that much. And so... If crypto is going to be used as a medium of exchange, that has to be true of it, which then it's ultimately not going to be a good investment. Well, the, the use case narrative continues to evolve with the subsequent, you know, with the disapproval of the previous one. And that's that's what's Of course, happening. any Ponzi scheme, I mean, that's going to be true of it. So, Ben, you know, again, like Josh said, it's you're going to have to do all the things that ultimately, if you really want to be able to retire, which is, you know, work hard, save your money, invest your money, invest your money in the right way. Denying uh, yourself things you want to do the right thing sucks. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to eat right. I mean, I want to drink beer and eat pizza. Like that sounds awesome to me and, you know, watch sports, but I can't do that all the time. All right. If you want to be part of the show, question, comment, uh, call us 877-670-7117. Or you can send us an email if you go to Northwest Quadrant Wealth. Dot com. We come back. It's the shame of the week. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
should your kids' schools feature drag queen events? But in New York City alone, they have spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars to have drag queen story hour in various public schools, public libraries, and the rest. And it's all aimed at the kids. What could possibly go wrong with that? Listen to The Lars Larson Show, weekdays at noon, only on FM 100.1 and News Talk 1110 KBND. It's that time of year when tons of rental fleet vehicles pour onto our lots. It's the annual spring rental reduction sale, and it's happening right now at Hertz Car Sales of Bend. Fresh inventory arriving daily, plus all vehicles have been marked down. Every single vehicle's price has been reduced, but it's only for a limited time. It's the spring rental reduction sale at Hertz Car Sales of Bend. Visit us on Highway 20 at the base of Pilot Butte, or you can find us online at HertzBend.com. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2022 inventory ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives. Factory rebates. This weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free admission. Free parking. Free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 888-SPA-SALE or visit hottubandswimspa-sale.com. Finding a comfortable place to live in Bend, like Stonebriar Apartments, shouldn't take extraordinary courage and feats of strength. You do not have to be able to move mountains or bend spoons with your mind. Stonebriar is often referred to as the best of resort living. So if you like to ski, hike, bike, or do water sports, it's an ideal place to stash your gear in between high desert adventures. Of course, you'll enjoy the great amenities when you're not out adventuring. There are cook's kitchens, spacious baths, full-size washer-dryers, fitness centers, heated pools, and two clubhouses. You're sure to enjoy the computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and that Stonebriar is pet-friendly. So, before you try to roll a giant boulder up a mountain, explore Stonebriar Apartments for your next home. Stonebriar, now accepting application for one, two, and three-bedroom apartments situated on beautifully landscaped grounds on Highway 20 near 27th in Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show, the truth in wealth building. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. My name is Tyler Simonis, that guy over there. He's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the Great Pacific Northwest. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month and uh, send that out via email. Uh, so if you want to get added to that email, email newsletter list, call our – or sorry, just send us an email. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Give us your email, and we'll, that's the only thing we'll send you. Uh, so this is interesting data from Financial Advisor Magazine, uh, and I can tell you a little dirty secret about the asset management industry after I tell you this. 56 thematic and smart beta exchange-traded funds have closed in 2022. That's twice as many as last year. Uh, and, and so thematic and smart beta means they're essentially actively managed exchange-traded funds uh, or they're, you know, some theme in the market like social media or uh, you know, telecom or whatever that would be a thematic, um, or smart beta would be uh, their factor, yeah, like factor based, some, some momentum or value or yeah. something. But so the, the funny thing about the asset management business is, I, I worked at mutual fund companies, and they always had these funds in incubation, uh, meaning they started the fund, they put a hundred thousand dollars in it, and then they managed it, and they'd have five or six or eight or ten of them sometimes, uh, and then they would all man different people would manage them. Uh, and they would sort of swing for the fences a little bit, 
And then if, if one of them had a really good three or five year track record, they would launch it to the public and they could use that track record even though they had no outside money in there. And then they just sort of scrap all the rest of the funds that were doing really bad. And so most asset managers, it's this sort of, you know, Bait, you know, it's bait and switch kind of situation Sur- where they're survivorship bias. Where they're all best. like, they create <laughs> these funds and they swing for the fences with them, uh, but no real money was in there. It wasn't like they were actually managing retail money. It was just, it was their own money, and then they can advertise the the performance of these funds, even though no money was in there. And it generally turns out to be a disaster. Exchange traded funds are so easy to create. And, you know, I mean, you've the last few years has really seen this explosion of thematic funds, whether it's millennial betting on millennials, or there was a work from home ETF that arose uh, two years ago, (laughs) but you know, it's just capitalizing on the theme du jour and there's been a lot of really good research about thematic investing. And, you know, it's how actually most retail investors think about it is through a thematic lens. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to invest in some certain theme that's going to be driving the future. And, you know, the, the data is pretty demonstrative that it fails dramatically over time. And remember, the asset management business, the mutual fund companies, uh, they are essentially marketing companies. They're just trying to find a way to get you into their products because generally once you get into a product and then they can come become a sort of closet index, then they keep you in there and they can charge you fees because remember, somatic or smart beta ETFs charge you more than just a regular good old-fashioned index fund that tracks an index uh, because they're active, right? And so they can charge you 50%, 60% more than in a regular old index-based ETS. But again, the regular old index-based ETF is where you're going to do better over time. And it's not our opinion. It's da- it's real data. Uh, this comes from FHA, FHFA. Uh, mortgages that were originated during the first quarter of this year were split between uh, 53% for borrowers who are refinancing an existing debt and 47% uh, borrowers who are purchasing a new home. Um, the, the funny thing is the refinance war- deal is over. Uh, and so that mortgage market is going to be very, very interesting because the refinance boom is over. I mean, there, you know, anybody that could have refinanced did, obviously. And nobody's – I mean, even if you have a 4% mortgage, which you could have gotten a 3 or under 3, uh, now it's 6 almost. So uh, that refinance activity uh, is going to be gone, you know, for quite some time. Okay. Let's kick off, kick off a shame of the week. Uh, and so – one of the things that when we meet with uh, prospective new clients or somebody comes in for a free retirement review uh, is abundantly clear is that they don't necessarily understand the relationship they have with their financial advisor, especially if that financial advisor is at one of the bigger firms like a Merrill Lynch or a Morgan Stanley or an Edward Jones or an Ameriprise. They don't understand that that person is essentially – just a relationship manager between you, the client, and the, their home office, Edward Jones or, or whatever firm they work for, and that that person isn't actually the person that is managing your money. Their sole responsibility first is to get you in the door, get the hooks in you, and then second to sort of figure out your tolerance for risk. And then they ship all that information off to the home office, and then the home office takes that money and allocates it into either separate account managers or they do it themselves. And so when you think about that conceptually, it's like think about how many layers of people in that pyramid that need to get paid. It's astonishing. And so, you know, like in our firm, we manage our clients' money. We don't outsource it. We don't hire anybody else. We don't have a home office. We're registered investment advisors. And so we, our clients, are the only people they pay are us. Uh, and so if you have an advisor at a big national firm – they are not actually managing your money in 90% of the, some of them do. There are a few that are left that still do it uh, and good for them. Uh, But the vast majority of these men and women are just relationship managers. So the reason it's a shame is because the circumstances are set up so that that model is the idea that it still exists is laughable to me. And, you know, if you go to Morgan Stanley or one of these big national firms, they sell you on the research and how many resources they have and look at how fancy yeah, they, our they, office They sell is. you on the monolith that is the firm and the, the, the pitch is rooted in the actual firm. And, of course, you know, you are paying for it. 
and they have access to some secret sauce and all these managers that nobody else has access to. And the reality is, is these firms are set up to be extremely profitable for the firm. And guess who they are profiting off? You, the end investor. And so, you know, I'm okay with sort of uh, people understanding that's what they're getting. But you know when I, when I go when I meet with somebody and they say, well, our advisor is so and so at Edward Jones or so and so at Morgan Stanley, and then I look at their portfolio and I say, well, you understand that this man that you're telling me is your advisor, he doesn't actually manage your money. You get that right? And they say, what are you talking about? And I say, well, like this is a third party investment advisory firm like Northwest Quadrant that is managing your money, and this guy's the go between between you and this third party, and our. Our point in bringing this up and re the reason it's a shame is just eliminate that advisor, that relationship manager, because they're just there to sell you products and bring you in the door, not do what you think is the deliverable, right? The deliverable is them actually managing your money based on your circumstances, and that's not what they're delivering to you well, themselves. And they're reciting a narrative, and you know, our we would posit to you that you want someone that is sitting in front of you that can actually make a defensible argument about why you own a particular something. And that is not going to be the case because the interests at the firm are very often at odds with the interest of you as the individual. And they're, they're sort of stuck in the middle. And so they can't make an intellectually honest argument as to why you own a particular security because truthfully, they don't really know. It's just there and they exist between the two of you. Right. If they're, they don't know why buy and sell decisions are being made in your account because they're not making them and they don't know the rationale behind them. And so why do you want that person as your go-between? Don't you just want to go to the person that is actually making the investment decisions? And I'm not saying Northwest Quadrant is the only one, but generally registered investment advisory firms are the ones that are going to be the ones actually managing your money. So you're talking to the person that's managing your money rather than some go-between. And they come up with some great story and narrative, but it's usually just the story. All right, if you want to take us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get it scheduled, 800-743-0988. Or you can send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about large cap value stocks, so stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market trends. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com.